Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Six oh seven on a soggy Tuesday Eve. Hey everybody, Mark Aaron back in the saddle after taking off yesterday for Yum Kapoor. I was atoning for all of Low T Chuck's sins over the past twelve months. So I got you, Chuck. You're good. You got a clean slate. Twenty four hours wasn't enough. Yeah, no, no. That's the beauty of the Jewish religion. No forty day Lent. <laughs> sundown to sundown. That's pretty good. We got you. Expedited. Exactly. We don't we don't pay retail on uh atonement. <laughs> nice. We get we get it wholesale. Um we got a big fun show tonight. I, I want to say though, coming up after my show might be even even better because we've got your debate coverage like nobody else here on WSB Radio. Uh, we're with you till 8, and then 8 p.m., Chris Chandler hosts Campaign 2020, where Georgia stands. Then at 9 p.m., you'll hear the presidential debate, President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden live. And then right after the debate, instant reaction with the conservative Viking Eric Erickson at 1030. And then we're going to replay the debate and replay Erickson. Chuck, you are Erickson's side uh, – I almost said side piece – um, <laughs> no. you're, almost, you're Erickson's producer. Are yes. you going to have to stay late? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I will be here. Look at you. I'm yeah. proud of you. I'm like a proud paw. <laughs> Low T's going to be here deep into the night. Uh, so, so we got you covered. And of course, tomorrow morning, all the reaction on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade, Jamie Dupree starting at 4.30 a.m. But it's Tuesday. We like to kick things off with uh, my favorite game of all time. It's time. <laughs> Or would you rather with little Sanjay? He's the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday on the Mark Aram Show. He is uh, little Sanjay and would you rather. What's going on, Sanjay? I'm doing well, man. I'm just warming up leftovers from Sunday. Oh, so Sanjay, so I had uh, Yum Kapoor. I couldn't eat from sundown Sunday to sundown yesterday. And my final meal I had at Sanjay's house. He provided, oh, nice. yeah, uh, Nice homemade Indian food. No, I mean, he ordered. <laughs> it was no no tandoori chicken. This yeah, time. no, it was uh, takeout Chinese. Nice from uh, Bobo Garden. Give them a plug. That's some good stuff. Yeah, but Mark was Mark obviously was hungry like twenty minutes later. Yeah, that was, was a mistake. Chinese That's a problem food. with Chinese. I know. Food, I made, made a, a mistake. mistake. But for the third year in a row, I broke my fast with Mexican food last night. Did you? It's becoming like a new tradition. So okay. got uh, Nuevo Laredo. Um, fajitas. Oh, oh, that's good stuff. Anyway, they are good. Uh, speaking of good stuff, we are. Sl- I guess Deborah, we're slowly reopening the studio because sitting in front of me right now, wearing yeah. a mask. You don't have to wear your mask in the, studio. the studio. It's uh, it's Randy from the digital desk. You guys are back Welcome now. Back. We are back, and I'm I'm actually happy to be back with everybody, people. Yeah, I hope they tested you for Rona before you came in. Because <laughs> yeah, move down one seat. I okay. see. I see your Instagram. Well, you know, yeah. listen, I, I'm I'm healthy. I promise. Yeah, Holly Hookabar over there. There has been living her best <laughs> life. Uh, so Randy's in here as a, as a welcome back present. She's going to play uh, Would You Rather with little Sanjay and the rest of us. All right, so here's the deal, folks. Uh, as you drive home on this cruddy uh, Tuesday afternoon, uh, Sanjay's going to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer them here in studio, and I want you to play along in your car. Without further ado, what is the first question, Sanjay? 
All right, number one, would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great-great-grandchildren? That ain't happening. <laughs> the, oh, yeah. The great-great-grandchildren is not going to happen. Um, it's a short I, trip. Yeah, so by default, I, I'll go into the past to meet my ancestors. I think that'd be pretty cool. The only draw for me to go into the future would be to go ahead like 20 years and see how um chuck's some of your baseball card picks go no 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 i want to see how, how <laughs> chuck's uh son and daughter are adjusting to life with their new dad bruce you know i want to i want to see uh, speaking of time travel uh jason byers who's filling for longoria on the other side take a window i banged through um umbrella academy what'd you think fantastic show. i loved it yeah yeah, yeah it was really good the wasn't first it? seven minutes i'm like i'm not smart enough to watch this show but you told me to stick with it and stick some, with it there's and some time five travel is in there. the greatest actor of all time yeah you got a man crush on that kid it's kind of weird. that kid's awesome all right uh, deborah green going back to meet your ancestors in the future to meet your grand great grandchildren 88 miles per hour back in future back going to the future oh back i'm saying going yeah. back in time yeah, yeah. randy okray you going uh, to meet your ancestors you going to the future listen i want to holler at them so i'm gonna go back to the ancestors and you know just figure out what happened <laughs> you're gonna tell what happened <laughs> what happened uh, I, as as your uh as your life caddy uh, you got to be careful where and when you go back into the future <laughs> Big you know what i'm saying like you know what I, like me too like i'm not going back to 1936 germany yes. you know yeah. that would not be a good move no, for me Mark, so no. so be careful on that low t chuck I don't want to see how my kids turn out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to know. Okay. I'll go. I'll go. I'd rather go back. Go back I to. I have interesting people in, in, yeah. in the past. I'd much rather. Loti's ancestors conquered the West. Yeah, we'll I'd see much how that is done. Jason Byers. No kids for me, but I'd go to the future to see my niece see and just see on. what the future is like. All right, That'd be really enough. cool. Uh, next question, Sanjay. That was a good one, by All the way, right. buddy. Number two, would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button on your life? Uh, rewind. I don't know what the pause, unless I have to go to the bathroom like I did this morning. I almost missed a TV hit. That would have been a good time to hit the pause so I could run and take my time. But I'm going rewind button. Rewind like do over? Yeah. Okay. Rewind. Rewind. Yeah. Yeah. Randy O'Cray. I would like to pause because I want to savor these special moments. Aww. I would want to pause. Aw. Uh, low T Chuck. I'd rather have a pause button. A pause button? What is that? I don't get, what are you going to do? Just uh, relax, take a nap. with my kid and stuff, sometimes you're just like, you'd rather just... You don't want them to grow up. The moment. Yeah, oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Okay. She's uh, almost three. Oh, that's crazy. What is happening? I don't know. It's like time fast forwarded, so I need a pause button. Yeah, okay. I got. I understand that then. Jason Byers. If I could pause and basically eliminate the time it takes to travel to and from places, that would yeah. be pretty awesome. There you go. So would you rather, with little Sanjay continues on the Mark Aram Show, what's the next question there, Sanjay? Next question. Would you rather win the lottery... Or live twice as long, healthy life. So how let's much say is the lottery. Yeah, well, let's let me let me ask the question here too. Uh, Chuck's asked, well, how much is the lottery? Like, are we talking like average life expectancy for me is like seventy eight, and I get to live to be one hundred and fifty six? Is that what you're saying? Correct. Correct. Oh, no one wants that. And right? and the lottery is going to be close to. We're going to say it's over ten million. Ten million. I, I don't want to. I'd like to live a long, full life, but one hundred and fifty six. Not that that is my double life expectancy, right? Double mine would be like 95 probably. <laughs> um, but I'm still, I'm going to take the 10 mil and live my normal life. Yeah, I mean, I like the idea of living a long time just because yeah. I want to see and experience things. But I think once you're that old, it's just you lose some of that. Yeah. So I'll take the money now and enjoy it. Uh, so Loti Chuck's uh, daughter, who's now three, is going to be a reporter when Deborah Green turns 104 and goes to interview her, why? What's the secret to your long life, Deborah Green? She'll be like, "Why are you still in the pit at this age?" Yeah, she's gonna be like, "Punk rock and uh, cardio. I hate cardio, but yeah." 
Uh, you're going to live a long time, Deborah Green. Absolutely. You're, you're so healthy. Uh, Randy Okray. Um, what was the question? Do you want to double your lifespan or win 10 mil in the lottery? So like double my current age? No, no. Like so let's say you're going to live to be 75. You will now live to be 150. And what's option two? $10 million. Oh, give me that money. Give me yeah. the money. All right. Yeah. Low T, Chuck. Oh, I'm I'm taking a double the life expectancy. Really? Oh, in a heartbeat, yeah. Wow. I thought you yeah, said you it. didn't want to see what your kids yeah. grow up to be. <laughs> well, you're right. You're right. Sanjay fact-checking him. Really, you, you, you really got me on that one. <laughs> well, but, don't worry. Bruce is going to deal with his kids. Yeah, he's, see, he's, I don't have to worry about it. It is Bruce, right? Is that what the that's fictitious? What, that's, that's what you can Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'd ra- I, I would much rather live twice as long. Really? Yeah. I, I would imagine that being from the hardy Montana stock, can we get the Montana music here for a second, Jason? That the, the, the folks in your family with that clean mountain air, the fresh water like your family probably lives like to ripe old ages right yeah i think everybody's made it to mid to late 80s and early 90s okay oh, yeah a long time yeah long so time. you so i, I i'm I, assuming i mean aside from you uh eating hot dogs and drinking beer on the couch you live a pretty <laughs> healthy lifestyle yes i do i had my great-grandmother lived to be 99 yeah and my grandmother lived to be like 93 yeah. there's no way i'm hitting either of those benchmarks uh, you might N- not a chance. No, you, you, look at me. I got a donut and coffee right here. Uh, Jason Byers. Give me the cash all day. Cash all day. All day. By the way, there's donuts in the newsroom if you want some, guys. Oh, nice. Get it in the next break. All right, next question, Sanjay. All right, would you rather be without internet or without your phone for a week? So I, But if I have my phone, phone? No, you can't internet. do data on your phone. So it's just texting and that's it. Yes. Texting and calls. Yes. Um, I, I have my I'm I'm too addicted to my phone as is so I'll do without my phone for two weeks I'll I need the internet for other stuff yeah I think I can still connect with people like they can just email me instead of texting me yeah so I'll go without the phone yeah uh, Randy Okray from the digital desk well I definitely love my phone have lots of people to text and talk to yeah. and I need an internet break so I'll, I'll take a break from the internet speaking of that how was your birthday it was so good was it, good? it was the best one yeah 26 now sure all right fair enough uh, low T Chuck <laughs> no internet or no phone. I don't need my phone. You, yeah, I was about to say that. I never I, I see do. you on your phone. Yeah, Unless you're playing Candy Crush during the show. I do not play Candy Crush. What do you, what's that game you play all the time? I don't play any game. I'm oh, no, I'm thinking TV. of uh, <laughs> Scotty B. Yeah, he's Scott, always yeah, playing yeah, weird right. games. You're right, Scotty I don't B. know what he's playing. Yeah, he's, he's, it looks like Candy Crush or yeah, something going on. Yeah, he's addicted to those. Uh, Jason Byers on the other side of the takeout window. I need that internet. Yeah. I can't. 100%. 100%. That's, I mean, that's yeah. the biggest bonus. Like, phones are cool. You got the camera. You get, you know, all that. The texting is cool. But if, if you have a phone, I mean, it's, you're basically got a flip phone if you don't have the internet. And who needs that? So, yeah, the internet all day. Uh, next question, Sanjay. All right, last question. Would you rather be stuck on a broken ski lift or in a broken elevator? I'm We're glad talking you, three or four hours. I'm glad you brought that up because I'm going to be talking about people's biggest fears in the second hour of the show. And I think two of those are, are going to be on that list. You know, claustrophobia. Yeah being stuck in an elevator and fear of heights being stuck on a ski lift. I don't know. Like I, I've never been skiing. Chuck, you ski, Deborah, yeah. any, like how high up are those ski lifts? Depends on what kind of mountain you go to. Yeah, they can get pretty it depends high. On the lift. Yeah. Really? Some are it can be high. 20 or 30 feet in the air. Are there any say. people with me on the lift or in the elevator? There will be somebody in the chair next to you. I mean, like with you yeah. on the chairlift. Mm-hmm. And then, then, then it's like every 10 yards, there's another chair. Okay. So I, I get you'll that. see people, but, but someone's sitting next to me in the chair. I mean, if you want somebody to All be, right. yes. And in the elevator, am I by myself, or is there someone with me? It's up to you. I'm okay either way. <sighs> Just one person, though, at most. I yeah, don't know. and it's not your it's not your celebrity crush either. I know. Um, <laughs> I got that lucky. I'm gonna go ski lift. 
I I, I don't mind heights, and I figure it's you know nice fresh air. Um, I'm more claustrophobic than, than anything, so I'm going to go with the ski lift. I can't do the ski lift. It's too cold, and I saw that movie where the kids tried to jump down, and they were eaten by wolves. What? Yeah. What? So i a Disney movie? No, yes. <laughs> you know, um, and I've been stuck in an elevator, not for three hours, yeah. but it was more uh, boring than anything else, so I'll do elevator. Yeah, I couldn't do the elevator. Randy Okray. Well, I actually was stuck on the elevator for five hours oh, at wow. the Stratosphere in Las Vegas. Yikes. I will not forget. They gave me a free room for the week, so yeah. it was okay. But anywho, I didn't like it, and I don't want to go back, so we'll do the ski lift. <laughs> Low T. Chuck. I've actually had both. I've really? been stuck on an elevator and I've gotten stuck on a ski lift and I'll take the ski lift all day. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Jason Byers. Much like everyone else, I've been stuck in an elevator for half an hour as well. No Miserable. Fun. Claustrophobia. Awful. Give right. me a ski lift there every you day. Go. Good job. Sanjay, believe it or not, is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. You can find him online. He'll do your taxes and give you a deal. He's not as good as Trump's accountant. I'm going to be I'm gonna be up front right there. <laughs> if you're worth a billion, you're going to be paying more than $750. But he's good. He's good. So find him on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting, or online, brass.tax. Have a great night, Sanjay. Thanks, buddy. My man. All right, Randy, so good to see you again. Always. Welcome back. Scared. We love you. We missed you so Ooh. much. Uh, we'll come back 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8. We're down one banana. Longoria is off tonight. And uh, obviously, we, we know about the death tolls of the pandemic. Uh, a million worldwide, 200,000 here in, uh, in the United States. Here's something I didn't expect to increase during the pandemic. You ready for this, Chuck? The amount of cracked teeth has exploded during the pandemic. Dentists are seeing more cracked teeth than ever. Uh, it's called bruxing, and people are, are involuntary gnashing, grinding, or clenching their teeth, and people are cracking teeth at an alarming rate. I grind my teeth a little bit when I sleep. My dentist says that all the time. He's like, hey, you're grinding your teeth again. Grind your teeth again. But that's, uh, I've never cracked anything. Oh, that's awful. Just another reason why uh, Corona is awful. Uh, coming up, news, weather, and traffic. And then my version of a pre-debate show. Uh, the debate, of course, going to be heard live here 9 o'clock on WSB. We'll be right back after news, weather, and traffic. Hi, this is Rob Reiner, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. 638, 22 in front of 7. Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the tight. Uh, 8 in the tonight. 8 tonight. And then our debate coverage blows up, literally, in a good way. Uh, Chris Chandler hosts Campaign 2020, where Georgia stands. The debate will be heard live here on WSB Radio at 9. And then right after the debate, instant reaction with uh, the conservative Viking Eric Erickson. Again, uh, Chris will be back at 8 p.m. with uh, Campaign 2020, where Georgia stands, uh, stands. The debate heard live here at 9. Instant reaction with Erickson and Chris Chandler. And then tomorrow morning, the very latest with Scott Slade and Atlanta's Morning News. So, I, I, listen, I, I don't know what to expect tonight. Uh, again, I think only 4% of the population doesn't have already their mind made up about who's going to win, right? I mean, you have the people that are Trump supporters, you have the people that Biden supporters, and there are very few people that are undecided right now. I honestly don't know how you could be undecided right now, but, you know, bless your heart if you're undecided right now. Uh, what I want to talk about uh, with the debate, though, is regardless of what you think of either candidate, this this is going to be, like, Maybe the most watched debate of all time. Let's go to our political analyst, uh, Charles Thomas III from The Revenant. Like, this is because it's only one, right? Right right now, this is the only debate on the schedule. And it's, I mean, the political scene has never been hotter and more divided. 
I, I think we're going to see the overnight ratings on this debate just just through the through the roof because you know we could get a train wreck tonight. We could get a a historic performance by either of the candidates. I, I just think everyone in the world is going to be watching this thing. Yeah, I think there's two other ones. They might not be confirmed, but they, they not are confirmed on the, yet. They, yeah. they, they are on the schedules yeah. for the next couple of weeks. I think everybody wants to see how this goes. Yeah, which is why I think everybody's going to watch. Yeah, it's, you don't know what you're going to get. What you didn't know what you were going to get with Trump and Hillary, mm-hmm. but you still had a sense of where it was going to go. Yeah, this you don't know is Biden going to forget he's in a room? Is Trump going to start yelling at people? It could go off the rails. Right, quickly. It, it, it could take ten minutes and. Yeah. He, Wallace has just lost it, and those two are just yeah. I don't know. It, it could it it uh, is certainly going to be must watch, must listen to. We yes. uh, we hope you watch it on TV and listen on the radio. That be and of course you come right back to the radio after the debate for Eric's uh, analysis, or go to Facebook on the WSB Radio uh, Facebook page and do the Facebook Live. Here's the thing. Here's here's my takeaway. Knowing that this is going to be like just everyone in the world watching, that's a lot of pressure. I mean, these are two public figures, right? They know what they're doing. But there's got to be a lot of pressure because not only do you have the pressure of, all right, am I up to snuff on all of the uh, the news stories, right? Do I do I have my my T's crossed and my I's dotted when it comes to COVID, the economy? Like there's so many things you have to prep for, like like literally studying for the SATs, right? You need to you can't make any major gaps when it comes to facts. Usually, historically, you know, you can't do that. But not only that, you've got it like Biden has to be ready for the Trump zingers and Trump yep. has to be ready for the bot. So you throw that on top of it. So it's like the SATs and you're getting roasted. Right. So imagine you're taking the SATs Good way to look and at your, it. your arch nemesis is roasting you while you're trying to, you know, do the SATs. But not only that, you've got, I don't know. 50 million people watching this, right? So there's just, I actually feel bad for both of them because that's a lot of pressure. And according to the research for De- by Deborah Green, the executive producer of the Mark Aram Show, uh, public speaking is the number one fear of Americans. In fact, in the world, I think, is the number one fear. Public speaking is people's number one fear. And that is the most public of the public speaking. Now, I think there's less pressure because it's going to be a small studio audience, right? You've got the debate moderators. I think each... Uh, candidate was allowed to bring three guests, which I'm surprised that they were uh, still doing that in the COVID thing. Um, So you don't have like, uh, you know, you're not doing this in the Rose Bowl or Sanford Stadium with 100,000 people, but that's a lot of pressure. I I always thought, so I've been doing TV and radio, you know, with no studio audience for years. And I'm like, I will never get pressure for that, right? Like this is is what I do. Um, And then I uh, I filled in doing sports for the first time on Channel Two, and I had the flop sweats, man. Really? I because sitting in the in the big studio, I'd never been on the big studio on the anchor desk with Monica right. Pearson and John Pruitt. And as soon as I got out there, I was like, "Oh my god! Like this is not what I'm used to." You know, there was there were six people in the room in the studio, but it was I was like, "Oh, I'll never feel that kind of pressure if there's not a huge audience." Dude, and then the teleprompter, my first ever sports cast. I've never, you know, I never used a teleprompter before, and then it went down. And just the mat, like, I was like, you got to be kidding me. My right. first time ever, and I had the massive flop sweats. And, but then that was it. Once I got one under my belt, it was fine. But uh, th- there's there's just a lot of pressure. So uh, I wish them both well. I hope I hope it's a fact-based debate and people are civil, et cetera, et cetera. But we're not going to talk about that. Your biggest fear... 
next. What are you most afraid of? Is it public speaking? Is it spiders like me? I think spiders might be my biggest fear. Is it heights? Is it claustrophobia? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. So let's talk about tonight's viewership ratings for the first presidential debate. The first debate in 2016 between uh, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, 84 million. Oh, it's going to crush that. It's going to, right? Yeah, it's got to. Because like, I know people that would that didn't watch because they didn't like Hillary. Like, I'm not going to watch her for 90 minutes, you know? Right. Um, people and are gonna watch people, this. I mean, people don't like Joe Biden, but not that not with the veracity that they no. hated Hillary Clinton. Hundred mil? We're gonna see a hundred mil I would tonight. I think so. Gosh, it's gotta be right. That's crazy. That's a lot of pressure. I, I really, I wish them both well because that's I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> I, I really have. Yeah, you, no, I, yeah. Would definitely. You, would you rather? <laughs> let, let's go back to little Sanji. Would you rather <laughs> be on a televised thing like that, Chuck, where there's gonna be eighty six hundred million people watching? Right. But there's no one in the studio audience. You just know half the globe is watching. Right. Or would you rather give a speech at like uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium fully packed? Am I prepared for both? Yeah, yeah. Like, this is something I'm, you I'm talk ready. about. How not to hunt or whatever. Like a sub- I would much rather be on television and no, be able no to lie. ignore the fact that there's that many people watching versus it's 100%. knowing I have all those eyeballs directly 100%. on me. 100%. What about you, Deborah? Absolutely, because I'm in the safety of my studio. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, no judgmental eye staring at me at yeah, all. Exactly. Yeah. And I thought that was a bit, but man, oh, like I don't know if you ever saw the movie Broadcast News. The first time um, that uh, Albert Brooks's character does the anchor, and they had to change his shirt in the commercial because he's sweating, sweating so much. Sweating so much. That yeah. was me the first time I did sports. That camera on lens two. can be a bit intimidating. Like the first time, because we do videos in the studio, yeah. and if you don't know what to say, sometimes you're just staring at that black hole of a lens. Yeah. It's a bit scary sometimes. Ignore the camera, baby. It's just me and you. That's Chuck's favorite line. Uh, actually, I should be throwing <laughs> hey, Longoria into the bus since he's not here to defend. What's your biggest fear, by the way? Is it public speaking? David's at noon, and David, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark, buddy. What's up, man? I feel like I know you. I listen to you every night. I appreciate that, David. Uh, so I was I was thinking, I was going to say, um, you know, claustrophobia, but then I got to thinking while I was on hold that uh, little Sanjay, he, one time he brought up a would you rather, and so I thought, would I rather be buried alive, the cold claustrophobic thing, or would I rather have to sleep with uh, skinny jeans on? And I think that... <laughs> I think that the skinny jeans would be my biggest fear, especially on a Tuesday night after Taco Tuesday. I don't think they even make skinny jeans that I could fit in, right? Like, Oh, yes, they do. Really? Oh, yes, they do. It's the material. It's not the size that yeah, makes but them still, skinny. Oh, oh my yeah. God. God help me. I mean, I'm not a slave to fashion at all. Like I'm, I basically am wearing what I wore in 1995. Like my wardrobe has not changed since I'll 1995. I'll ask Jared to hook you up. I could never imagine. I would, I would pay good money to see that. No, I would. No, I really would. I understand. I would pay good money to see you walk in. As Not even for the kids at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Am I putting <laughs> Let's on skinny make that jeans? Part of it. Yeah, <laughs> Carl is in Kennesaw. Carl, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thanks, sir. How are you? What's up, brother? Um, as far as greatest fear goes, I would have to say being paralyzed. Ooh, so like a, a long-term disability injury kind of thing? Yeah, I broke my back in 2008, and I was scared to death. 
Oh, did, but you are you obviously are okay now? You were not paralyzed? No, I wasn't. It was just a fractured vertebra, and it, that was bad enough. God damn, I never even thought of that. Now that's going to be in my head. <laughs> I don't know. what I, You know, what am I more afraid of, spiders or being paralyzed? Yeah, I'm going to go with being paralyzed. I hate yeah, spiders so much. I hate that's the the rule I have with Maya. I'm like, I'll pay the bills, you kill the bugs. That's that's our that's our rule. Hot neighbor and I have the exact same deal. Yeah. Except she pays the bills. Except and she pays the bill the and kills yeah. the bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most yeah. definitely. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, being paralyzed, yeah, that that's I didn't even have that fear. Thanks, Johnny. Son of a biscuit. Uh I'm gonna tell you uh a list of the biggest fears that people have, but I wanna know yours as well. Public speaking's number one. And uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump could have to do it today in front of probably 100 million people. Uh, thoughts and prayers to both of them for fine performances. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Welcome back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.06, six minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. I'm back after taking off yesterday for uh, Yom Kippur. Uh, Most of the family here tonight, Deborah Green produced the show. Longoria, the stoic one on vacation, so uh, Jason Byers on the other side of the takeout window. Loti Chuck. Screens them calls Uh, coming up after our show. You do not want to go anywhere. We've got massive debate coverage starting right after the program at 8 p.m. Chris Chandler hosts campaign 2020 where Georgia stands. Then at 9 p.m. You hear the debate live right here. And then at 1030 instant reaction with Eric Erickson and crew. And then tomorrow morning, complete coverage, including Jamie Dupree on Atlanta's morning news with Scott Slade starting at 430 a.m. I'm guessing the over under going to be 100 million people watching tonight's debate. I mean, I have a feeling I didn't think we'd have one debate uh, at all. I didn't. I owe Bill Crane a steak dinner. I made him a wager that we wouldn't have any debates, uh, but it looks like this one's going to go off. Uh, but I don't think we're going to have another one. There are a couple possibly that could happen, but I think I, no matter what happens tonight, I don't see us having any more debates. I think they're both going to be like, nope, we're, that's it. You know, they're both going to declare victory. No one's going to want to debate again. Um, I just I just think that's a lot of pressure. I guess you don't get into uh, politics or whatever, uh, you, know, or, you know, the celebrity that Donald Trump was before politics. If you uh, have a fear of public speaking, right, that's got to be a prerequisite. If you if you have a fear of public speaking, you don't get into politics. Um, if you have a fear of spiders like me, you can still get into politics. If you fear snakes like Indiana Jones, you can still get into politics. Deborah Green, the uh, top uh, fears, most common fears uh, that you've gathered here. Pretty interesting stuff. So public speaking, I mentioned number one. This is no surprise. Number two, fear of heights, acrophobia. I didn't know that was what it was called, acrophobia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number three, uh, entomophobia. Entomophobia. And, uh, which I suffer from, bugs and insects. I would rather there be a rattlesnake in my room than a roach. Oh, come on. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm not scared of snakes. I'll... I'll. You'll grab it and just throw it out? Yeah. Because you can't step on a bug? Well, my parents were raised snake handlers, so okay. so I, I've got that in nice. my... Nice. <laughs> I've got that in my blood. Breaking news. Yeah, I would... I mean, uh, a rat... I mean, I don't want a rat in my house, but I'd rather a rat than a big spider. 
Yeah, I don't know, they're Chuck. Crazy, yeah, man. they're just. I just. Ugh, I hate. I hate insects. Uh, fear of drowning. God, I never even thought of that. Uh, aquaphobia. That sucks. Fear. Doesn't drowning. Everybody have that fear. Like I don't. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like who goes? Nah, I'm good. Well, I, to the point where they're not even going to go swimming. Yeah, I right? think it's the is people that, that okay. don't yeah. even like baths. Because some stuff of these like just seem like yeah, that that everybody uh, common has a natural sense. Fear. Yeah, I have Lake Lanier phobia. Yeah, you all should. <laughs> um, let's see, claustrophobia. That's another one for me. Not severe, but I don't like being stuck in small places at all. Um, aviophobia, the fear of flying. That's legit. My dad had that. Um, for years, he wouldn't fly unless like someone died and he had, he had to fly. And then I got the endorsement deal with Delta and I got free tickets and he was like, all right, I'll fly again. He's like, yeah, I'll fly to Europe. Let's, let's do it. Uh, so that's called aviophobia, xenophobia, fear of strangers. That, that would suck to be scared of strangers. I mean, I don't like strangers, but I'm not scared of them. You, you I think yeah. that's also part of foreigners too, right? Xenophobia. Uh, that's what I thought it was. I think oh. it's a combination. Yeah. Yeah. It's but like just people that are different oh. different from you is the overall from xenophobia. So I like love, if I love foreign people. They have different they have great cuisines. I think yeah, it's just the unknown maybe. I got you. Yeah, but that's All what right. xenophobia is. Uh this one I've never heard of. I can't believe people are afraid of this. Kinemortophobia. The fear of zombies. Who legitimately is afraid they, of zombies? There are preppers out there. You've seen them, right, Jason? Doomsday preppers, yeah. yeah, that have like the. Is it all because of The Walking Dead? Is that why they're, they're oh, afraid? long before, before, that. That. before that? Yeah, like the zombie People craze started again in, in with the, the bug early out 2000s. bags and stuff yeah. like that. Like yeah. I understand bug out bags and prepping, but of of zombies, that's what you're afraid of? Yeah. Ah, uh, that that's. I mean, come on, come on, get some help. Uh, this is a this is I was a fair to the dark when I was a kid. Uh, darkness is a big fear. Nyctophobia. I didn't know that was pronounced. I I had a nightlight. Chuck, did you have a candle in your uh no? <laughs> your, no? It you was were, pitch black. Yeah. But you had the stars to light up the, yeah, the beautiful the Montana moon. sky. You guys have nightlights as a kid? I did not. No, Deborah? No, no, my dad wouldn't have let us have a nightlight. Are, are nightlights no still a thing? Yes. Are I, they? My brother's kids have yeah. them. Yeah. And then what eventually my my parents took the nightlight out and they would just like leave the hall light on and crack my door. But I was, I mean, I'm not afraid of the dark now, but I was definitely a, not a fan of the, of the dark. Uh, hydrophobia, fear of water. Oh, this is awful. Emetophobia. Jason Byers, do you know what a metaphobia is? I do not. Fear of vomit. That now, is, one I, of my old producers had that fear. Like, really? Yes. And if he saw somebody get sick, saw a picture of it, a movie, would he would get sick and then he would like have a panic attack. So it's a fear of seeing someone else throw up and not a and, fear but of- But he would too. And then he'd have like a full panic attack. That uh, stinks. Uh, fear of clowns. This is a pretty popular one. I don't get that. Calorophobia. Um, fear of tripophobia. Fear of objects with irregular patterns of holes, such as beehives. I've heard of that. Before. Maya has that. Really? Yeah, it's like weird texture kind of things. How do you so, have a fear of it though? I don't know. It's just it, it weirds her out. Is it the irregularity or? of the pattern that I kind guess, of upsets her? I don't her? know, but there's certain things that uh, I can't think of something offhand. Like a honeycomb and yeah, stuff like that's, that. That's I, the biggest one is like a beehive or a sponge. Yeah. Something like that. I'll ask her when I get home tonight. I'm um, sure she'll enjoy that conversation. <laughs> exactly. Uh, agoraphobia, fear of wide open spaces. That's weird. That's like people that can't come out of the house. Yeah. You know, like the- Shut-ins. Um, yeah. That's yeah. agoraphobia. My neighbor's um, agoraphobic. Who is? My neighbor. Oh, yeah? I've seen her twice in the 12 years <laughs> I've lived there. Those are the best neighbors. Don't come out. Uh, let's see. Uh, arachnophobia, which I suffer from. Spiders and other arachnids. Ophidophobia. Ophidophobia. Fear of snakes. Sinophobia. Fear of dogs. 
Like I, I have some neighbors that are afraid of dogs, and li- like Bosco, my little fifteen-year-old <laughs> beagle, twenty-five pounds. They're like, they're like, well, they like, like run away. Yeah. There were some that worked here. I brought Bosco in one time. I mean, uh, Bosco's a tiny little precious dog, tail wagging the big ears, and that this person freaked out. They were like, get that dog away from me! Like they're up against the wall. I'm like, you could literally step on this thing. What? what? But that's a legit fear. I uh, thank God I'm not fear afraid of dogs. Uh, a straf- astrophobia. Astrophobia. I was afraid of thunder and lightning. Thunder as a kid. and lightning. I dug it as a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. I still do oh. as an adult. I love. That's one of the greatest things. Georgia has some of the greatest thunderstorms of all time. Until the tree falls on your house. Well, that, yeah, that that I'm afraid of. But like, we have like prehistoric thunderstorms yeah. here. Like, I like Jurassic Park. We had one Park. last night in my neighborhood. Did, we yeah, had a really yeah. bad storm. Yeah, it, yeah. Mellish will have the full forecast coming up in 17 minutes. By the way, good good tease. Uh, misophobia. Uh, fear of germs and dirt, and social phobia. This might be a new one. Judge, fear of judgment or rejection. I could have that. I think we all do, right? Maybe not Chuck, but <laughs> like, say, yeah, no one like wants it. to be rejected, rejected or like judged. Being judged either. Yeah. That's why I don't talk to people. That, I don't think that's a phobia. I think that's just human nature, right there. All right, so those are the the most. Common fears, the zombie one, I don't get it all. Uh, what are you afraid of? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Adina joins us in Snellville. Adina, welcome to the show. Thank you. I've been I'm trying to reach you for the longest while. But my greatest fear is snakes. Oh, my gosh. That thing is awful. Snakes f- freak you out. Did you have yes. a bad experience with snakes? Uh, not really, but I'm, I, it's just, it looks too... Cold and no, I, I can't stand that thing. I think that's going to be the death of me. Snake. Well, hold on. Do you live? Do you live in an area where there are a lot of snakes? No, I don't. But I, I can't even watch it on TV. If I see in a book, uh, uh, the book is gone. So you got to change the TV channel. I just don't want to see it. Interesting. What if I, I got you a snakeskin belt? Would you wear a snakeskin no, belt? No, no. No, thank you. No, thank you. I, you know what I think yeah. I'm not afraid of snakes is growing up, we used to catch garter snakes in the backyard. Like those are the, the I mean, they would bite you on occasion, but I would, I would grab them and take them as pets. Like that, I just pick them up. I don't know if I'd pick up a snake now. Kids are fearless. I was a fearless kid. It's like, oh, snake. All right, let's pick it up. Just- My, we occasionally get some on our back porch. Yeah. My wife just walks out there, grabs it by the tail, walks it out to the yard. Your wife has All got very stones, calm. my friend, stones. Ken is in Woodstock. Ken, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What are you afraid of, buddy? Uh, thanks, Mark. Uh, you know what? One of y'all mentioned public speaking, uh, and I was, was going to say, I'm the same way. If I'm prepared for it, I, I can do it. Ex, either extemporaneously. No, that, no, that is. But no, but, but my big fear is heights. I think you said that's called acrophobia. That's I can, very I can common. See a, I can see a scene from on television or in a movie, you know, from way up high. And my and my stomach starts doing. Flips. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. And I've always been. I never remember not being that way. So it's not like I ever had a, like a terrible experience or anything. It's just that uh, it's just there. It's real. Now, I, oh, I believe it. That's that's very common. Now, I I'm I'm not afraid of heights. Um, I don't think because you know I I fly in the helicopter. Um, I get on the roof of this building. I mean, I'll climb big ladders, but there are certain, I think it's a fear. Sometimes it's more of a fear of dying than a fear of heights, yeah, right? My it's, fear is a fear of falling from a big height, Yeah, but I can go up in high places. But if I'm on like a ledge of something, then sure. I kind of freak out. Yeah. So my buddy lives on like the 30th floor of a high rise in Buckhead. 
and I'll go out and, I, and he's got a patio and look at the skyline, whatever. But if I I lean now, over, I'm I not would, I'm not scared to I do would be, it. I would be on my on my hands and knees on that patio. <laughs> oh no, to. I'm sorry, oh, yeah. Ken. Uh, but I I, I can't get queasy though. If I look down and like look how far, <laughs> like I'll get a little queasy. But I'm not scared to go out there. I'm I'm extra careful. Like I'm not going to sit on the side of the rail and 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 you know juggle bowling pins or anything. But wow, uh, you're, you're not alone, Ken. You're not alone, buddy. That that's a common fear. Uh, John is in beautiful Brazelton, Georgia. John, welcome to the show. Hey, what do you think? What's I got cooking, brother? Just going to curl your hair. Uh, when I was a small child, raising on the farm, uh, we're out, you know, five or six playing hide and seek. And I think it's a good idea to go hide in a doghouse. Now, I crawl in the door. Okay. And all huddled up in there. And I look back around the edge of the door frame. There's like five or six wasps' nests and a black widow spider. Oh, my goodness. And you know how wasps, when you disturb them, they go on alert. Oh, yeah. Like, you can see them. They stand with their back end up. And they're ready to sting you. Yeah. I'm thinking, how am I going to get out of there? Now, go ahead to late 60s, early 70s, and you're in Vietnam, and you're having on a search and destroy, and you're having to crawl through the Viet Cong tunnels with nothing but oh. a knife, a 45, and a flashlight. Oh, my goodness. And there's all kind of critters inside <laughs> those tunnels, and it's only shoulder width, and you're on your hands and toes crawling through there. Now, put yourself in that position. <laughs> what would, would you rather be in the dog the dog house with the hornets and the black widow or in the in the Vietnam tunnels? Oh God, neither. That's a, like, yeah. That's that's tough, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen like obviously I have no experience about the tunnels, but I've seen in documentaries, like even in Forrest Gump. Remember, they're like Forrest Gump, get in the get in the hole. Yep. Oh, I could, I'm so claustrophobic. That but, made me. I got uncomfortable just hearing him yeah, describe it. I'd have to be in the Air Force. I don't want to be dig. You know, I don't think anyone in the Air Force is going in underground going in tunnels. tunnels. Uh, your biggest fears continue when we come back. Public speaking, number one. Two very public speakers tonight: uh, Vice President Joe Biden, former Vice President Joe Biden, President Donald Trump. The debate right here at nine on ninety-five point five WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Seven twenty-five, fifty-nine degrees on Peachtree Street. About to retire the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Didn't register a thing today. That's good for you and me. 404-872-0750, your biggest fear. Most say public speaking and uh, Vice President Biden and President Trump will be speaking probably in front of <clears throat> 100 million people tonight. I think that's what we're going to guess. Russ joins us in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Russ, you seem like, like a fearless individual. What you, What is your biggest fear, Russ? I don't have a, well, like snakes. I love snakes. Yeah. I've had a hundred snakes. I'm a snake fanatic. I love them. But let me tell you what I looked up. The biggest fear of all these people is nomophobia. N-O-M-O. It means fear of no cell phone signal. Oh, that's probably a legit fear now. People, my, my, I don't fear no signal because I have uh, Verizon and uh, Xfinity, Xfinity uh, Mobile. Um, but my biggest fear is battery power. Like that's a legit fear. Like I freak out way too much about battery power. There was a, um, yeah, my phone dies pretty quickly. All right. Hang yeah. on a second, Russ. I was just going to say, uh, I actually know a guy who's got the, the cell phone signal. He, uh, 
he went hiking with us and he only lasted about an hour and a half when he re- once he realized he had absolutely no cell phone signal he turned around and left really yeah he couldn't take it he just wasn't a wasn't a fan of hiking. It no, was actually... he was he was ready to go. But I remember Matt. He's like, "Can you get a cell signal while you're out there?" I'm like, "Yeah, for the most part. Like when yeah. you get at the top of hill, but if you go down, he f- turned around. No, he turned around and left. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, and I it... guess I get it. People are addicted to to their phones for sure. That's a huge addiction. So I think fear of not having access to your phone or the internet is probably a legit thing. Uh, Russ, uh, let's get your expert pre-debate opinion on what we're going to hear tonight on WSB Radio. I'm assuming you're predicting a Donald Trump romp tonight, right, buddy? Oh, yeah, Trump all the way. Yeah. Are you even, Are you going to watch or listen, or you don't even need to? Oh, absolutely. I, I set the alarm clock so I won't forget. I don't want to be watching a movie when it comes on or something. Yeah. Is there anything... That President Trump could do tonight to lose your vote? No, never. I've been a Trump fan for 30 years. I read a couple of his books, you know, before he was president. I love Trump. I've always liked him. What if he walks out on stage with Corrali, one of your ex-girlfriends? You still voting for him? (laughs) She's been calling me every day. She's driving me crazy. Yeah, she's kind of calling. She's like, hey, I'm in Cleveland with the president. Russ, pick up your phone. (laughs) What if he bans beefaroni? Yeah, he bans you from dollar from the Dollar Tree. No, still. Uh, you know, um, yeah, that's fine. I'll eat chicken roni. <laughs> My man, Russ, always a pleasure, bud. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, continue to talk about uh, the biggest fears. That what do you fear the most? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Fernando, hang tight. You'll be first up after the break. It's the Mark Aram Show at 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Speaking of which, hope uh, all my uh, Hebrew listeners had an easy fast yesterday. Mine was not so easy. I'm not hardcore, though. So, like, the hardcore uh, Hebrews don't drink water, don't drink coffee, don't brush their teeth. Not even water? Not even water. Wow, that is hardcore. So, I, uh, like, I didn't go to the synagogue this year. We did the virtual thing because of the COVID. Um, that I like that, though. <laughs> like, you know, because, for, especially for up. Yom Kippur, this is definitely worthy of a Jews nugget, Jason Byers. You can fire that puppy up. Yo, Semite. Um, so... <laughs> The Jews, so Yom, like I like going to synagogue, you know, uh, much like I'm sure Deborah, you like going to church uh, on the on the on the festive holidays, right? You know, Rosh Hashanah, the New Year, you're singing, you blah blah, blah and you go out and you eat. But Yom Kippur is like it's a solemn day, and you're in a room full of people that if they are adherent, they don't shower, they don't brush their teeth. I'm I'm okay with the virtual thing. I might do that every year now. I might be like Rabbi, what do you think? You know, even after COVID, can I just do this in my pajamas, you know, I could still praise it. Yeah. Because that's not a fun thing, but, uh, but yeah, it was anyway, I got sidetracked, uh, an easy fast, uh, I guess fear of water. We talking about fears. What is your biggest fear? Public speaking. Number one, two, uh, expert public speakers in their prime. I'm sure, uh, president Trump and former vice president Joe Biden tonight, the debate at 9 PM. You can hear it live here on WSB and complete coverage through the rest of the evening. And a full wrap-up tomorrow on Atlanta's Morning News. Fernando is in Mableton. Fernando, thanks for hanging on, buddy. Welcome to the show. Not a problem, man. Good evening to y'all, by the way. What's cooking? Um, so, I would say, um, I, I actually have two. I cannot do slugs nor centipedes, man. I just can't do it. I'm can't okay with them. slugs. They're gross. But centipede, you are a... Uh, how about a millipede? Uh, that's a uh, hundred nah, times worse than a centipede. Yeah, you're right. Centipedes are freaking disgusting. 
What purpose do they serve, Deborah Green? Why why are centipedes on this planet? I think other bugs and birds eat them. Oh, so they're to the food source? I, I don't so. know. Don't that, they do stuff in the soil? I don't know. Yeah. You're they right, though. Organic matter, like you're, plants you're and stuff. You're decaying organic yeah. matter, Jason Byers. Centipedes need to go. You're 100% right, Fernando. What's the other one you're afraid of? Did I, did I, Fernando, oh, you there, buddy? Well, that- yeah, it was both of them. Oh, slugs and I centipedes. I, yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah, I can't do slugs. I get, I get. Uh, s- you know, the slugs. I'll say this, Mark, not to cut you off. You know, I think it started with uh, like uh, that movie I saw. I think it was the early two thousands, uh, Slither. And and ever since I saw that movie Slither, if you've never seen it, check it out. I, it I will discuss me. All right, I'm, I'm down. It's, yeah, it's a pretty gross film. Is it? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not scared of slugs, but, you know, if I don't know if when you guys take the garbage out, sometimes slugs will be on the garbage cans, especially if it's wet out. And then if I, like, touch one, it's like, ugh, slug juice on my hand. But I'm not, like, for, but centipedes, ugh. Especially those big, like, in South Africa, they've got the centipedes like that are, the like. banana slugs? They're, like, well, I, I, the centipedes are, like, a foot oh, and a half yeah, long. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, ugh. I'd rather a Bengal tiger be in my house than one of those long centipedes. I could reason with the tiger, but listen, you don't want to do this. You're an endangered species. You know, I'm an endangered species. Let's let's talk this through. Centipedes, you can't talk to them. Sonia's in Locust Grove, Georgia. Sonia, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate my, it. My pleasure. What's going on? Um, I don't know if there's an actual name for this, but uh, since I've been a teenager, I think I was... It's been a while. I was always afraid of losing my luggage. I don't know if there's a name for that, but I've it, I've had that happen. Of... <laughs> it's actually pretty interesting. Uh, have you ever guys ever lost your luggage? The airline lose your luggage or whatever? Oh yeah, a couple times. So that that's happened to me a couple times. And I, a credit to Delta. Um, so there was some sort of mix up. This happened twice to me. Once when I was flying home to Atlanta, and once when I was flying to uh, Vegas, and the luggage got lost. It was eventually found, and they hand deliver that to you. They're not like, hey, come down and get your luggage. Like they they hire couriers to bring you your bags. That was pretty cool. Like I, I actually had that happen with Delta, and they did handle it really well. But um, the worst time was, <clears throat> excuse me, on my wedding day, uh, one of my bridesmaids had all my our luggage for the honeymoon, mm-hmm. and she left with it. Uh-huh. Oh, so what? and it, this what? was before what? cell phones. <laughs> left? Yeah, she she wasn't remembering that all my oh, luggage after was the in wedding, her car. Though. So she was, she after was there the wedding, the wedding, she left. Gotcha. Right? Yes. So she left with it, and um, I had it, this is before cell phones. So yeah. I had heard she was going to the movies. So I te- I actually drove up to the movie theater in my wedding dress. I actually left my husband <laughs> behind because it, I, I had such a problem with losing luggage. So I walked up and down every theater. There were 16 theaters there oh um, trying gosh. to find them in my wedding dress up and down the aisle. What a sight that is. And I never is. found them, but I knew they were there because I saw their car, but they never so, saw me So did, it, did that experience uh, spur on your fear of luggage, or were you already afraid of losing your luggage? I was already that? afraid of oh, losing my luggage. What a nightmare so that was that. not. Yeah, which probably is why I was in my wedding dress at that's the movies. Such so, a, that's like yeah. a scene out of a movie right there. Like, sign you're running down the cineplex. Yeah, yeah, little girls running up to me thinking I'm a princess. I'm like, I just got to find Mary my luggage. Beth, Mary Beth, why are right. you? <laughs> Jenny, Jenny. Uh, oh, speaking of Jenny, I'm going to, I hesitate to ask you a food question, Deborah Green, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Okay. Uh, you can answer as well. Have you had something called Jenny's ice cream before? Yeah, they have some around here, right? Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. Amazing. Okay. It's. Have you ever had Jenny's ice cream? Never even heard Chuck, of it. Chuck, you ever heard of Jenny's really? ice cream? Never heard of it. I had heard of it. I never had it. Maya bought a pint the other day, um, and it's, like, ridiculously expensive. It's, like, $12 a pint. It's really good, though. After I ate it, I'd be like, yeah, I'd pay 30 bucks for a pint of that. (laughs) It was 
mind-blowingly good. I think it's a chain. Like usually, yeah, there's they're they're all over. Yeah, yeah. I like to highlight local companies. But when I when I had that ice cream last night, like this is it's like picture the Culver's uh, concrete mixer. Right. It's like that level of decadence. Yeah. No, I, I've had it before. Yeah. I mean, was it good because you hadn't eaten in a 24 hours too? <laughs> no, I just thrown down like 6,000 calories with okay. the Mexican food. Okay. Uh, broke the fast at Nuevo Laredo, so I'll give them a little plug. Uh, but holy cow, Jenny's ice cream is phenomenal. I love it. That's a little inside uh, knowledge uh, here behind the scenes at WSB Radio. Clark Howard is cheap on everything but ice cream. What's his go-to ice cream? Haagen-Dazs. Well, that's not that bad. But it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's Clark it's, Howard. It's compared to like the store brand, yeah. sure, but it's not that expensive. Like he he will spend money on, so Clark, if you're listening, I know he listens, um, you got to check out Jenny's ice cream. He probably knows her right now, but 12 probably. bucks a pint. He probably has some special app that gets a deal. It was, <laughs> it was phenomenal. Uh, David's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, David, what's cooking, buddy? Hey, Mark. Uh, thanks for having me. I am scared to death of cockroaches. Oh, I'm with you, buddy. The roaches, this disgusting little creatures. So I had this experience when I was uh, like about 12 years old and I'm asleep in the middle of the night and I feel this like brushing on my arm and I think it's like hair because I, you know, like you kind of wake and you're, you know, half asleep or whatever. And there's this cockroach crawling on my arm. And ever since, anytime I see one, my heart just starts racing and I'm just, you know, like petrified. How old were you uh, when that happened? I was twelve. Yeah, that's that's a that's a tough time in life to go through something that traumatic. I I hate roaches so much. You remember Men in Black when the the big roach came down? Like that yeah. that scene freaks me out. Like I got to kind of like turn my head and and not look at it. It's like oh that's that's how much I hate roaches. Uh, appreciate the call, David. Uh, when's the last time you updated your resume, Chuck? Wow. Uh, way before, probably 10 years ago. 10 years ago? Or at least 10 years ago. Deborah? Oh, good Lord. I work in radio. I I update it every year and I just have a website now. Yeah. I think we all need to do that, by the way. Okay. Um, Not not that I know anything. I was going to say, what do you know? Don't say uh, that this year. I mean, the ratings are great, but you never know. Like with COVID. It's not a good year to say that. Yeah, (laughs) I know. But I think we should do it. So, so Deborah found these amazing things like, uh, like obviously because so many people are out of work now because of the COVID people are having to update resumes that might not have done it in 10 years. I can't imagine. I, I don't remember the last time I updated my resume, but, uh, here's some resume, um, factoids that Deborah Green found. Uh, this is, this analyzed over three and a half million resumes. Okay. So whatever, one of those career builders or monster.com or whatever. Um, it's pretty funny. The resumes in Hawaii in Hawaii are most likely to contain the word awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's pretty funny. Resumes from people in Wyoming, uh, are most likely to contain the word dude. I can see that. For whatever. Is that a, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude ranch, I guess, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Montana, um, <laughs> uh, New Yorkers are most likely to mention arguing in their resumes. <laughs> like, I'm a good arguer. I, I could see that. People in New Yorkers brag about that. President Trump, I'm sure, has that sure. on his resume. Uh, being bilingual can give you an edge in the job market, but probably not if it's Klingon. People actually put Klingon as language on resumes. I don't know what they would do there. Uh, this is funny, Chuck. What do you think uh, Montana job seekers are most likely to mention in their res- resumes uh, more than anyone else? Wow, I have no idea. Their wife. What? Yeah. 
Okay. I don't why why would you mention your wife or husband or anything in a resume? Like how would that even come up? That's so weird. That I I'm not I, judging. I would never I, I don't know anybody I that would ever put that in their resume. Yeah, I don't know. I would never. Interesting. That's just they're good husbands in Montana, I, I guess, guess, but they're bragging about their wives. Uh New Mexico resume uh resume workers use the term alien most often, either professing their belief in extraterrestrials or listing their experience at cheesy tourist places. Texas resumes refer to Bigfoot more than anyone else. Um, 0.000784% of Alabama resumes mention Wookiees. The little furry guys on Star Wars. Why would that come? Star Star Wars, Wars, Star Wars, Chewbacca. Yeah, Yeah. I have no idea. The big furry guy. Yeah, I'm thinking of the Ewok. comic book store? I have no idea. Ohioans uh, mention LeBron James in their resume more often than any other. Who's mentioned, unless you worked for him? Why would you mention maybe at one of his foundations? I guess I don't know. That's so weird. This one's uh, hobbies listed. I don't know. Do you have any hobbies on your resume? No, that I'd, was something you did twenty years when ago when you had that... nothing on your resume. Right, right, yeah. Um, but my buddy Jeff, I still make from. He put uh, one of his hobbies was uh, watching Jeopardy. <laughs> That's a good hobby. Yeah, like it well, made I mean, it at least, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like he's watching. a successful lawyer now. <laughs> So I can't make fun of him much, but I do make fun of him listing Jeopardy as a hobby. Hobbies in Vermont, beekeeping, Utah, genealogy, Rhode Island, acrobatics. What, what is that, like gymnastics? There, uh, you're from up there. Is there like a school up there no. that does that? No, hmm. there's nothing in Rhode Island. Literally, there's nothing in Rhode Island. Quahog, weird clams. Little state. Yeah, it is a weird little state. Uh, and finally, this is funny, in New Jersey, uh, <laughs> New Jersey workers who have worked at Trump Properties Leave that tend to leave that off their work history as to not uh, alienate possible. I guess it could either help or hurt you, right? That depends on who you're yeah. applying with. I think even if, if you're applying to a job for a non Trump, like uh, Trump's, like you're replying for a job at the Democratic National Committee, whatever, mm-hmm. I think they'd be intrigued. Be like, you worked at, you know, a, the Trump Hotel? Tell, like, I think that'd be intriguing. I don't know why they leave that off. All right, we'll come right back. 404 872 750 1 800 Talk. Final segment before our debate coverage continues on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. We've all spent more time at home over the last few months noticing projects around the house that need our attention. A fresh paint job for the interior or exterior can make all the difference in the world. But a quality paint job makes your project stand. Welcome back to the show. Uh, 7.53, our debate coverage coming up right at 8 with Chris Chandler, campaign 2020, uh, the state of Georgia. Again, the debate tonight at 9 p.m. here at live. Listen on WSB, the WSB radio app, and then complete breakdown from Eric Erickson. He's not breaking down. He's going to break down the debate like no one else can. I, I got a humble brag on Erickson the other day because he was what like, happened? he just casually mentions He's like, yeah, talking about the Supreme Court thing. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I talked to like six senators today. And I'm like, uh, I went to Taco Bell. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah, I, I talked to six of the senators. I have to remind him sometimes that that's not normal behavior. Not for at all. So, so don't treat it like you went and got a cup of coffee. But it's he's so nonchalant big, about that's it. That's what I mean. He just, it's part of his normal day. It's like us getting coffee. So I have to remind him sometime to pump it up. I literally, it would take me six months of prep to get in touch with one senator, right? <laughs> and he's I mean, like, I've sent emails before and it takes a while to get yeah. a response back. Eric's like, yeah, I talked to, uh, I talked to about six senators. About, what? Yeah. 
It's like I had a bagel. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. That we work with that dude. That yeah, it's yeah, and th- that he like still just talks to me. Yeah, you know, and makes cinnamon rolls. He's like, well, <laughs> I can either talk to John Cornyn or Aram. Like, you know, <laughs> what, what are we gonna do I'll here? Talk to Aram today. Yeah, uh, Mark is in uh, Decula. Mark, welcome to the show. What's going on, buddy? Hey man, I was uh, just listening to you guys' resumes. I'd love to see what the, the keyword that pops up for Vegas entertainers. <laughs> That'd be kind of interesting. But my biggest phobia, man, it just it just freaks me out. I can't. My mom passed away, and I couldn't even go. I, I don't like to view cadavers. I just it's just something about working with that and yeah, seeing no that that just gives me the willies. Yeah, I, I'm I'm freaked out. That's why another. This is another Jews nugget. Uh, like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, was the first Jews nugget was the first. Jewish person a lie in state, um, and it's a closed casket. That's a, that's part of the Jewish religion. We don't have open caskets. Well, those are always closed. Yeah. Oh, are they? State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> those are always closed. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, Lenin, Stalin, they had the open casket. Well, I yeah. think people were appreciative of. Oh, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> did you? But uh, that's the thing. Like, no, I don't know why. I should know the reasoning for that. I don't know. Um, real quick, have you ever had a parrot as a pet? Yes. My my, did it we talk? We we try we taught it to talk and it, it had like hi or hello yeah and maybe one other word it took a while uh, parrots in a wildlife park in Britain have been removed for public view after they started cursing at customers oh that's the best dropping f bombs whatever my buddy Phil when I was growing up had two of those gray African parrots and a and a colorful parrot yeah and they could mimic his mom so perfectly oh, they'd no be thing. like. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, your mom's called. Like they were, they got it. And he's like, no, dude, that's the bird. Stop. Like they'd be like, Philip. Oh my god, that's hilarious. And I'm like, oh, it's time to eat. He's like, no, man, it's 2 p.m. <laughs> it's not dinner time. Uh, let's do star of the show. <laughs> I would think it'd be fun to have a parrot. Yeah. Samantha. Hey, are you guys ready for the market? Dude, your mom wants your sister. We tell your sister go downstairs. Now I might get a parrot now. I just hate keeping birds in cages. I think that's cruel. Uh, star of the show, uh, Randy. Randy's back uh, from the digital desk. Post-COVID, she probably just infected all of us with her hookah-getting-COVID virus stuff. Uh, tomorrow on the show, Millennial Match Game. With Randy. With Randy. Nice. And uh, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. Do not turn that dial. I'm not kidding. Debate coverage starts next. The debate live here on WSB. And full analysis tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Now, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.